Before we begin this episode, we would first of all like to thank all of our listeners for their endless support. We would also like to invite you to visit us on our website at www.preptgrind.com where you can gain access to all of our PrePT Grind platforms as well as your own PrePT Grind ebook, free ebook, titled The Top 10 Tips to Get into PT School. Our purpose with current and future content is to provide you with everything you need to be a stellar DPT school candidate. We look forward to serving you more and more. Enjoy the rest of this episode. So tonight's topic is not going to be a long topic, but uh, one that I believe is going to be very valuable for you to hear. Um, And the reason for this topic in particular is primarily because as as a platform with PrePT Grind, uh, one of our primary visions and purposes behind what we do is to not just get you into PT school. So obviously our purpose is to get, you know, pre-PT students into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. That's, that's part of our, but, but the main thing is, is that it stemmed from the, the, the belief that you all are the foundation for the future of our profession. And I, and I don't mean to say that in a way of like, oh, you are the future. No, I'm, I mean that for real because uh, physical therapy really is, and we said this in many live streams, physical therapy really is in, um, it, it's transitioning, but more than anything, it's kind of stagnated. And I know that there's, there's many people that think differently, but really why that is that we've become comfortable. And tonight's topic will explain a little bit about why. All right. And so we've become very comfortable with how our profession runs, with what we have delineated as, you know, what PT can offer only and all that. And because of that, it's just led to us being very comfortable um, or not comfortable. And, you know, a lot of, you know, you know, kind of complaining. And I'm sure you've heard that or seen that in certain settings that you've observed in. It is uh, it is there. But tonight's topic is has your education process as a pre-PT set you up for failure? Now, I will preface this by saying that we are not doing this to go against the education system. We are talking about this to really open up your mind to really thinking as to how, as a pre-PT, you can have much more impact, not only to other people, but also in your own journey as an applicant, in your own journey as a future PT student, in, in your own journey as a future physical therapist, understanding what your education has to do with it, how you learn, how we've all been trained to learn you know, from a very young age. And so tonight we're talking about has your education process as a pre-PT set you up for failure? Casey, has our education process as pre-PT set us up for failure? I mean, it's it's a difficult, you know, topic to tackle. But, you know, before we go into that, we have to remember what, you know, the education system is there to do. Or I guess in your case, let's talk about what PT school is there to do for us. Uh, BT school is to make us, you know, competent entry level clinicians mm. and help us pass the NPTE, the board. So yeah. is it failing us? Not, I don't, in that sense, are they doing what they, you know, what they're supposed to do? Technically, yeah, they're preparing you to, you know, enter the workforce at a competent level and they're preparing you, giving you enough information to, to pass that board exam in order to get that license number I just talked about. Mm. So maybe we have to take a step back and say, is the education system failing us or are we really failing ourselves with not going beyond 
what the education system has, you know, a baseline, mm. right? Because if we take it a step further, uh, Joseph just talked about, um, or maybe it was pre-live when we were talking about this, you know, how the school system is set up and yep. bell rings, there's certain time slots and everything. And if we take it a step further after PT school, there are, you know, male type clinics out there. And if you're just doing what the education system or what PT school has planned out for you, um, you can you can fit into that, you know, factory system type structure that some PT clinics have out there for you. And sometimes we talk about, you know, the salary and, and student debt income ratio. And if you're just doing that, if you're doing that baseline factory level work, um, then applying to those jobs because that's all you can really get or get into and, yep. you know, going down the line, then yeah, that that might that might be a problem because since you are the bare minimum, you will get paid the bare minimum because you're going through that baseline education system, doing mm -hmm. what needs to be done, doing you know going through all the motions. Um, so in that sense, the education system really hasn't failed you. They they did what they're supposed to do. Uh, they gave you all the information. They they punched you out of PT school and hey, you're there working. And and you know down the line you might be a little frustrated like man, I thought I'd be doing more. I thought I'd be doing this. But ultimately, that rest was up to you, you know, whether it's clinically, non-clinically, business, treating more patients. Mm. Um, so is it, it's hard to say if it's, if the education system's failing us, but that's just my two cents on it. We got to remember what it's there to do, uh, then reevaluate. So what, what do you think? Well, we have to, first of all, define what failure means. Mm, true. Let's define failure. So are we talking about failure in regards to uh, test taking and in regards to passing your GRE? And no, that's not a failure we're talking about. Because if, if it's in regards to that, school actually prepares us for that. <laughs> like You're going to be prepared to take a test. But the failure comes. I actually do think it partially prepares us for failure. But it's a lot of what Casey was saying. It's, it's a self-limitation that we create because of how we've been taught to think, how we've been taught to learn. Now, here's where the failure comes in. And if you miss this, if you have any questions about what I'm about to say next, reach out to us at contactpptgrind.com and we'll have this conversation where we'll be able to understand each other better. But here's where, here's where the, the failure comes in. And it's actually a good thing because if you can understand this, then you'll realize that what you think you're capable of is undershooting what you're actually capable of. So how were we taught in school? Casey just mentioned, let's break this down. Let's break this down. Let's make it very simple. How were we taught in school? One, from the time I was in kindergarten, I remember there, there was some kind of a bell in school. There was something that delineated that at a certain point in time, my work was done. Does that make sense? So if, 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 if it was a boring teacher, if the bell rang, I got out. If it was a great teacher and the bell rang, I was unfortunately having to get out right but at the end of the day that was that classes you are given certain assignments you study them you take an exam certain assignments you study them you take an exam does that make sense there is a formula to everything does that make sense and and if i don't pass i am penalized Ooh, i'm about to go in y'all if i don't pass i'm penalized aka not doing well, aka falling short, aka also known as failing or not reaching your potential is something you are punished for mm -hmm. with a bad grade. Now, our school system has to function like that for it to actually do its purpose because otherwise it'd be, 
it'd be all over the place. But in reality, we said our vision for you as a pre-physical therapy student is to like is to really push beyond the boundaries that are currently there. Those were the same boundaries that were pushed by somebody else. That's the only reason why we have so many, you know, different types of physical therapy practices. You have outpatient, you have sports, you have pediatrics. Somebody had to come in and say, can I push this further? Somebody had to think outside of what was already pre-established and say, can I push this beyond ABCD? Does that make sense? And so where school has kind of limited us is that we start to think of failure as a negative thing. We start to think of like, if I do A, B, C, D and it doesn't work out, well, dang, I guess it's not for me. Let me bring it closer to home. If I, if I do everything right, if I do all the best practice things and study for my GRE and it doesn't go the way it's supposed to go, you know what? It doesn't really matter how much I've really invested, you know, these last few years in my classes, in this dream that I want. It doesn't really matter how much I want physical therapy because I've been trained that A plus B must always equal C, that my hard work plus intentionality must always equal me passing it the first time. Then, you know, I guess I have to switch careers. I guess I have to switch my game plan. But that's why a lot of pre-physical therapy students have a hard time with swallowing like this journey, swallowing certain obstacles that they come along. Like, well, come on, like they're going to hit you at certain points anyway. When you finish physical therapy school, like Casey knows of individuals that did not pass their board exam the first time. Does that make sense? It's not the only time it's going to happen. But the honest truth is this. In understanding, in understanding that the education system does only one thing, and that's prepare us for obviously being entry-level physical therapists, preparing us to be, you know, diligent and, you know, focused and understanding the structure. It does not prepare you to be the change agent for physical therapy. It does not prepare you to understand how to master and persevere through the obstacles that are going to come your way, even when you do things the right way. I had, um, I had a call with, uh, with somebody recently. They were not um, in the physical therapy profession. Um, and they were taking a standardized exam um, some, some, some time back. I'm not going to give their information just because I, I want to keep this pretty, pretty basic. Um, and so they are not in the physical therapy profession, but they, uh, they took a standardized exam uh, several months ago. They did not do well. Then um, someone they know uh, is one of our students. Uh, reached out to me and said, "Hey, Joseph, would you be able to get on a call with this individual?" And I said, "Sure, for sure. No, 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 no problem. If someone's important to you, they're important to me. Let's do it." So I get on a call. Um, uh, their mindset was changing. We had worked on a few things, and at that point, because of how we've been taught in school, you would have thought, "Well, this is a guarantee. This is a lock. They're going in." I spoke to that individual the night before they took their exam. They were excited. They said, "Tomorrow, I'm doing A, B, C, D. It's game over." Like I was, I was hyped for them. They did not pass. They signed for that exam. They changed how they perceived it. They even changed how they studied. They worked so much harder and they did not pass. And so, so it was interesting. It was, they, I was informed <laughs> shortly after the exam. And I remember I was here. I'm currently in the clinic right now as we're recording this. I was in here. I saw the notification come up on my computer and I'm treating patients. And y'all have to understand, like, Casey and I love what we do. Casey and I love mentoring y'all. So, so, so when something like that happens, I actually feel it. Like it, it's, it's almost like it's one of my own, right? 
I actually feel it because I was there with you. Like, we're like, yeah. So I felt it. It kind of threw me off. It threw me off because I was like, man, like, I know how much this means to that individual. I know how much they're pushing towards it. I know how much they're working for it. And so I sent them a message. I said, we'll get on a call tonight um, when I'm done. So we got on a call. It was a Friday and I just, I was still in this office. Uh, we get on like a video call and I sit there and uh, understanding that it was hard to rewrite what they had been taught to think, how they had been taught to think because of how we're taught in our education system. I said, here's what I want you to do. I said, first of all, the feelings you're feeling are, are real. Like it, it absolutely, like, like it's tough to go through that. Let's not, let's not discredit that. Let's not discredit how much it hurts to have invested so much and just not have it go the way you wanted to. So, but then I said, do this, this next week, I want you to take one week off. I don't want you to go back to studying. I don't want you to go back to, you know, because that's the temptation. It's like, shoot, I got to do it again. I was like, I don't want you to go back to studying. I want you this next week to make a list. I'll give you seven days. Make a list of all the things you did well. Make a list of all the things you did right this time around. You, you've taken this exam before. Tell me all the things you did right. Your score didn't really change that much, but what did you do right this time? And they came back with their list a week later. Their list included, obviously, they found mentorship. They, um, they were very clear-headed um, during the exam, so they were able not to decipher what they actually didn't know versus what they were holding themselves back from because the first time they were just freaking out a lot of anxiety, um, the way they had created a support system around them. And they just went, the list just kept going and going and going and going. And I was like, look, the score might have not shown it, but you've done a hell of a lot of growing. You've done a hell of a lot of growing. And then I asked them this. I was like, well, this profession that you're taking this exam for, is it temporary or is it your life's work? Is this temporary or is it your life's work? And they said, my life's work. I was like, cool. So we got to take this exam again. Only this time, you're not starting at the place you were at before you accomplished this list of things. You're starting with this list of things already in your arsenal. Let's do it again. Two days ago, I got a call or I got a message saying that that person passed. And when they talked to me, they were reflecting on the story and they said, honestly, honestly, Joseph, like I, like, I don't know, like it was just a lot of gratitude that this individual had for the process they went through just to get to that point. They said, Joseph, I'll be honest with you. I've never actually struggled academically with something at that level up until this exam. Wow. A lot of things have come easy. I've been taught that if I do A, B, C, D, I can maintain an A. I can maintain an A minus. I can maintain a B plus. This was the first thing that actually had me dig deep and find out what I was made of, find out what I was willing to fight for. And if you're, if you want to make any kind of change, that's how you have to do it. That's what our education system has not taught us. Does it serve its purpose? Yes. But that's what it has not taught us. It hasn't taught you to fight. And if you're saying, yeah, it's not me. Okay. So what happens when you apply one time and it doesn't go your way? Is it your life's work or is it temporary? Cool. What happens when you don't pass your GRE the first, second, or third time? Is it your life's work or is it temporary? Because if it's temporary, then yeah, treat it the way you treated math class or anatomy or physics or whatever. Does that make sense? 
But if it's your life's work, it, it forces you to dig into a different area of yourself where you say, I'm willing to do whatever I got to do to put myself in the position that I want to be in. That's the same level of grit that, that puts you in the position to do what no one else has done yet. Because if you're going to be a change agent for physical therapy, whether it's locally, whether it's what you, like whatever it is, you have to be willing to think outside of what other people have already done. The only thing guaranteed is what you've already seen somebody else do. It's easy to mimic what somebody else has already done. Does that make sense? If somebody has done the, the, the first time someone did a, a, a four minute, a four minute, uh, four minute mile, no one had done it. Within the next year, 30 something people did it. All it takes is that first person. So it's easy to follow somebody up, but it's always hard to be the first. You have to learn to be resilient. Embrace the struggles that you're going through, not because I want you to be like, yeah, I'm no, like it sucks. We understand that. But understand that in hindsight, they are always going to be the biggest learning points, even if it doesn't feel so that like at that moment. But if this is a profession you want, then understand that you have to stick with it. You have to figure out what it's whatever you have to do, whatever you got to do to figure this thing out. It might be it might not be in alignment with what your family's telling you because they want what's best for you. They want you to be, you know, like in something that you can achieve. So they'll even say, hey, maybe this is not for you. Maybe this is, you know, a sign, all that. Those are ways, those are scapegoat nav. I mean, I'm saying that because that's that's things I've heard from my own family, right? And I love my family. But understand that if this is what you want, you don't want to. 10 years from now, 20 years from now, I look back and say, hey, man, it's what I really wanted. I should have kept going. I should have kept pushing. Because there are so many other people that have gone ahead of you that have had the same obstacles. You're not the first one to fail the GRE. You're not the first one to not get accepted into a program. You're not the first one to fail physics. You're not the first one. You're not the first. You're also not going to be the first to drop it if you do. You're also not going to be the first to drop to drop the whole profession. You're also not going to be the first to give it up. But there are also a few that have gone ahead of you who are also intentional enough about pushing through so you won't be the first to keep doing it again. You won't be the first to try to figure out what the next move is. You won't be the first to try to find guidance. You won't be the first to push and push and push until you finally get everything you've ever dreamed of. That's how this thing works. That's how life works. Does that make sense? So has your education system failed you? Well, partially. Because it hasn't taught you that. If you guys have any questions, feel free to message us at um, contactpreptground.com. Feel free to, you know, even comment here. We'll check the post later. Um, and, you know, if you're a team, team replay, uh, we'll check the post later and just make sure that um, we we have given you everything you need. But just understand that. If you understand that, then you really can't fail. You really can't. I just saw. Just had. Now I, I have I have stories for days. So y'all better be careful. But but I just talked to um, to two patients um, who were going through a certain thing, um, and they're high level athletes now. But when they first came in, you wouldn't have known. Um, and and what they have been able to achieve. Um, two of them were actually talking to a new patient. Um, and, 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 and telling them, like, yo, <laughs> you have to push through. You have to stick with this thing. Because if you do, this is what's happened to us. And they just shared their stories. And you could see the face of that other individual just light up. Like, oh, because they finally saw the other side. This is not what we're trained to do. It's, it, 
it's not humanly natural for us. But if you can master that, if you can master that, it's a done deal. It's a done deal. This applies to you as a pre-PT. This applies to you in your relationship. This applies to you in your career. This applies to you in your home life. This applies, this is just life. This is just life talk, y'all. This is just life talk. And, and so that's what we wanted to share with you tonight. And if you need to share this out, if there's someone you're like, this is going to be one that, you know, um, is, is going to be important for my friend to hear or somebody else to hear, just because it's, it's not some hype one that I'm like, ah. no, no, this is just like being very, very, very honest. And honestly, this lesson right here has been one of the most valuable to me as not only a physical therapy student, but right now as a clinician, clinic director, business owner, and more. Um, and, and right now, if you can master that as a pre-PT, you'll be ahead of many, many, many clinicians and you haven't even started the PT journey yet. So that's it, y'all. Just have a great evening. We'll see y'all next week. But as always, we want to talk to you. So reach out to us at contactpreptgrind.com where we can have a communication with you. We'll talk. You'll hear from Casey or myself. And we'll make sure that you have everything you need set yourself on the right journey, on this journey of physical therapy, on this journey of life that um, just happens to involve physical therapy for all of us. But um, it's always a pleasure to serve you. It's always a pleasure to serve you. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. This show has been brought to you by the Pre-PT Success Program, a program designed to take Pre-PT students and help them become excellent DPT school candidates without wasting years of frustration during the application process. To learn and master Pre-PT Grind's six-step process that will get you into physical therapy school, the Pre-PT Success Program is exactly what you have been looking for reach out to us at contactpreptgrind.com, aka our Facebook Messenger. And thank you once again for joining us on this episode. We look forward to seeing you next week on the Pre-PT Grind 